0: This is episode 22. Our season continues as we dive into relationships. This week, love is kind.
1: Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's... (laughs) My name is Josh, not Joshua Boobies, as my
0: script says. Hey, my name is Andrew, and we are This Jesus Life Podcast. Podcast. Uh, Andrew, see,
1: these are the things we would miss out on if we recorded an intro and played it each time, as our totally editor right. would love us to do. See, we would have missed that I'm Joshua Boobies. When did you change that? I didn't even notice it. Till. Just before we started.
0: I wanted that's you to funny. have an Anchorman moment.
1: Um, yeah, that's funny. Well, I don't usually read it, but I, I started in the intro, and then I saw boobies on the screen. And I was like, not real boobies, just the word boobies. I was
0: like, wait, what is, uh, what is, what is, what is this? And I was like, oh, um, he changed the script. I'm, I'm like crying, man. As you were going through it, as you were starting to say it, I could just see in your mind that you had just read it and you were trying to keep it together so hard <laughs> uh, we're keeping this we're keeping all of this it's so yeah. funny the funny
1: thing is you try to do this on a regular basis something's changed and i usually catch it beforehand not when i've already started but uh andrew how are you
0: dude i'm doing great man and i'm feeling better after a good laugh you know i've had a uh, It's a Thursday when we're recording this because we're trying to get ahead a little bit. We're doing two episodes this week. Um, And man, I've had just like a quiet day getting a lot of stuff done without many meetings. So I've had no big laughs. So I needed that. Um, How are you doing, man?
1: I'm doing well. I I got a question for you, though. You do. Would you rather be in jail for a year or lose a year off your life? Oh, my
0: gosh. Um. Okay, clarifying question. Do I know that I lost a year off my life? Like, do I have to say, okay, now I have one less year? Or do I just like, yes. not know and live no, no my like, life?
1: No, like, right before you were supposed to die, sorry, a year before you're supposed to die, the day before, you were notified you are dying tomorrow because oh a year gosh. has been knocked off your life
0: because of the choice you made like years because ago during made. this would yep. you rather Wow. yeah, yeah. so Dude. you can be in your
1: 80s you could be in your 50s if you die young i don't know oh um, but whatever you're supposed to die you are notified a year and a day before so you have 24 hours essentially to come to terms with the fact that yeah
0: you're yeah about to die I think I would actually, I'd still go with that. I would rather have one year less in my life because then, you know, it's just kind of like you, you at least have 24 hours notice. You're going to die. That's like, true. Which And you know most it's coming eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And if so you now, make it to a certain only- age, like if you're 75, you're like, I know I got a year less, but I've lived a full life. I'm pretty good.
1: Yeah. You know, you yeah. probably live your life in a, in a better way too, knowing that. I might yeah. not have next year, so I gotta like make the most of it now. And yeah. who wants to go to jail? That sounds miserable. Seriously. I've always had this yeah. thought of like Jesus. If I have to go to jail, I'm sorry, but for that time that I'm in prison, I'm not going to live by your commands or your life, and yeah. I'm gonna shank the first first person <laughs> I see.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a you'd be a shanker, huh? Oh, you funny. have to be. You gotta defend yourself. You do. You have to really create a reputation quick. Yeah. So I've that, watched enough
1: prison movies that
0: <laughs> you know how it goes. Josh, would you rather um, be in a crowded room and fart and have everybody laugh at you um, loudly, Ooh. or be the only person laughing obnoxiously when someone else farted in that crowded room? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's that's a good one. Uh, Uh, I'd probably go first one. Crowded room, I fart, everyone laughs at me. Everybody laughs at me. Rather than me laughing at everybody else. I'd rather be humiliated than be seen as the asshole.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because the scenario of you being the only person laughing is probably like 90-year-old grandma farts loud and you're the only one laughing. You know, where everybody's like, come on josh like you know she can't help it Uh, and you can't
1: play that off be like go grandma like i think there's a way to i don't know i might go with the latter one if that's the the situation i might be able to play that one off either way that's
0: not funny it's it's not grandma just sat down
1: and it sounded like she sat on a mouse like come on
0: <laughs> oh, it's funny. Uh, Andrew. Yeah. oh but would you're, you're actually rather. at grandpa's funeral is the problem. Uh <laughs> it was that grandpa scenario. that farted. No, no, it's grandma, funeral. but you're at grandpa's funeral. Uh, I and, think it'd be uh, funny if the dead guy farted.
1: Uh, you're like, ah. It's true. It's true. <laughs> how does nobody else hear this? Uh, all right. Andrew, would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music, like full out dance, not just like a little wiggle.
0: Right. Or right. be
1: forced to sing a song or sing along to any song you heard oh to like full blown like Celine Dion belt it. Oh,
0: my gosh. I, dude, I would... uh <laughs> I would have to go with the dance. I don't know why I
1: picked Celine Dion. That's like so outside of my.
0: (laughs) But yeah, you're normal. Well, you do. You are a Dion (laughs) fan, for sure. Um, I would go with the dance. Like, both of those are terrible. But the the dance, at least you can, like, like be dancing real hard and just slide out of the room and then kind of pop back in when the song's done. And you probably would have to
1: dance. You'd have to dance to the style of the song, too. So you'd just be a really good dancer. You got them all down.
0: Yeah. So you got some like got country my,
1: western and. Got
0: yeah. my country jangle going. Got my yeah, disco. Got my. Yeah, totally. I dance. You know. Yeah. Not why not? Why not? Oh, man. We do, uh, we sing all the, like, goofy songs all the time around our house. And something fun yeah. is that, um, Catherine has picked it up, so she'll just sing nonsense songs all the time that she's like making oh, really? up, and it's pretty fun. That's yeah, That's don't get pretty. me wrong; she sings stuff like "Let It Go" from Frozen all the time. Let it go. But then sometimes go. she'll just be putting her shoes on and be like, "Shoes on my feet," <laughs> you know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> it's a good time.
1: That's cute. It's a good time. That's cute. Yeah. We have a video of my niece, who's now she just had a birthday. I think she's like 23 ish something like that uh she's younger than nathan and nathan's like 25 26 uh Mm -hmm. i'm sorry if you're listening to this gabby i should know how old you are um but we have a video of her when she was like maybe three at best sitting on the toilet because uh she had to go to the bathroom and my sister was filming her and she didn't want my sister to stop filming her so she's filming her on the toilet uh, and my sister's like, this is weird. Like, do something <laughs> in the video. So she starts yeah. singing Twinkle, Twinkle Little Stars. Um, and she's all, Twinkle, uh-huh. Twinkle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. That so good. That is awesome. So good.
1: I should probably apologize for sharing that story, Gabby, if you're listening. That's probably worse than <laughs> the fact I don't know how old you are
0: it's much worse i don't know Gab- uh, gabby
1: seems to own it i think she likes it
0: you know and when you're three you can't control any of that oh, you know so you're, just, you're a three-year-old it's all good so oh funny. my gosh well speaking of needing to apologize like six times at the start of the episode um we're talking about love being kind today um love is kind <laughs> love is going josh why are we talking about this we're talking about
1: this because this is the next characteristic of love that Paul uh, described for us in First Corinthians 13. Um, and if counts. we're going to be great at relationship um, with those around us, we have to be great at love, uh, and this is how we do it. So last episode, if we haven't had a chance to listen to it, go back. Um, we talked about love being patient um, and some practical steps on how do you actually live that out. And then this week we're talking about love is kind. Uh, yep. And I think, I think a big thing with kind is there's this misconception of the word kind that you are just super mm-hmm. bubbly and nice. That's what kind is. Uh, yeah. And I think we'll get into some nuances of mm-hmm. or different definitions of what kind could be and how it can be defined um, for the sake of others in, in our lives as we do relationship well. Um, but speaking of love, is kind. Um, okay. We're in the middle of a presidential election yes where mm-hmm. uh, I th- think there were a little over 30 days so I th- right November second I think yeah, so yes we're like 30 32 yeah. days 33 days um, and we mm-hmm. just had a the first debate of I believe three uh, a couple of nights mm-hmm. ago uh, yeah. and I would describe it as kindness I think. <sighs> So I think kind. both Trump so and Biden yeah. um, were very kind to one another uh, and supported each other and talked about think, the issues.
0: Yeah, everybody uh, really who well. watched it just was talking to me about like that was the nicest, kindest yeah. debate I've ever seen. You're Those like, how am I going to be able to choose other?
1: between two guys that just
0: yeah. are such nice, Gosh. kind people? Two teddy bears. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think at one point. Uh, one candidate called the other candidate stupid, not directly, but in a roundabout way. Uh, yeah. And the and the, another candidate call, told the other person to shut up. <laughs> yep. Said, one
0: said to uh, Trump, Biden said to Trump, you're the worst president we've ever had. <laughs> Straight up. Um, at one point. And Trump, yeah, just made fun of him. Trump made fun of his, like, uh, son for having a drug issue. Like, all this stuff, man. Yeah, it there was, was uh, nothing that bad. was
1: off-limits, that is for sure. It was uh, bad. And no substance at all. Uh, I don't no. think any real question was asked, and I don't think any real answer was given. Uh, right. It was an absolute waste of time.
0: It was but a crap show. we all
1: watched it anyways, because that's what you're supposed to do. But you had some yeah. thoughts on, on the
0: debate. Yeah, I did. Um, so... Uh, I was thinking about it. I got to have a really cool conversation with a group of uh, people I work with kind of um, about the debate yesterday, because the debate was the night before. Um, We're filming two episodes this week, so we can get a little bit ahead. So I know if you're listening to us, it's probably like two or three weeks from now, but it just happened. You can think back a couple weeks. But um, and there's going to be another one
1: here pretty soon. So what we say now is
0: probably going to apply to that one as well. Yeah, most likely. Most likely. No, I was talking with uh, with some people I work with and had a really great discussion, just kind of hearing like reactions to uh, to the debate. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, as we were having that conversation, like the the takeaways were things like, you know, Trump said some racist stuff um, because I did pick up some on some of that um trump was really mean to biden biden really hates trump like it's super clear and they were very unkind to each other all whole time and it felt like watching like my takeaway was like if i were in a conversation like that and i was being interrupted that much and it was just that hateful i'd just stop that conversation <laughs> like we wouldn't be friends yeah. you know um but but overall i've something cool happened It felt like the holy spirit kind of revealed something to me, that I wanted to share with you, um, and as as we were having that discussion, I had this thought just hit hit my mind of like, well, God set it up to be different than this, and I immediately thought of um, Samuel, where it's actually First Samuel eight, because I looked it up, where um, where God the the Israelites back in the day are saying. Samuel, who was like the prophet to Israel, kind of leading them towards God in that time, said, Samuel, give us a king. Like, you're getting really old. Your sons aren't walking in the way you walked. Like, we need a leader, and we want to be like the other nations. Give us a king. And Samuel gets mad at them, and he's praying and talking to God and saying, like, they want a king. Like, they don't need a king. You're their king. And God says, Samuel, they're not turning their back on you. They're turning their back on me. Give him the king, but tell him what it's gonna what it's gonna mean, you know. So um, he says to the people, and I'm paraphrasing all this. He says basically, "All right, people, if you want a king, here's what it's gonna mean. He's gonna take your sons and daughters. And he's gonna send them to war. He's gonna take your wealth, um, and and he's gonna use it for his means. He's gonna take a tenth of your grain, tenth of your animals, and um, and he's gonna kind of rule over you, and he's gonna see it as this is my destiny to rule over you. This is my, not even destiny, but my right as a king. And um, basically, uh, he tells the people all of this and they still say, yeah, we want a king. We still want a king. Of course we do. We want to be like everybody else. And the reason I say all that, it kind of framed around this idea of a debate is that um, I think it still holds water. I think it still is true that, like, we live in the kingdom of God here and now. Like, we, Jesus tells us we live in the kingdom of heaven right now. You know, like, it's here. And, uh, and we need to believe that and, and behave like it's true. Um, so. All that to say, I think that that thing of like, you don't need a king, you need to follow God, you need to obey God and, and live in a way that he wants us to live. I think that's true. And I think we, mm-hmm. a lot of people before us, but a lot of people right now would would still say, give us a king, give us a president in our, you know, in our country, in our normal, give us a president, um, because we want that we want to be like the other nations we want to be seen the same um we definitely wouldn't say as a nation no we don't need a king we just need god you know that's not what we'd say but yeah i just felt like god kind of revealed that to me of like hey this it's because it's not working my perfect plan you know like it's not going the way it should be going necessarily Mm. so i don't know that's my that's my two cents around debate stuff
1: yeah I don't know. I, I think we put, I think we put a lot of faith in our elected officials um, over our faith in God Himself. So, in yeah. all reality, say the candidate that you're not voting for wins the election. Mm-hmm. Um, could bad come from that? Yeah, it, it's definitely possible. Um, And can good come from it? 100%. But does it change your position with God himself? And does it change Mm. God's authority and power inside? Uh, So it's really a a piece of faith of like, even if my country goes to crap um, and everything falls apart because the leaders have just led poorly, is God still in control? Um, And where am I going to put my faith and yeah, you're voting because you're trying to avoid something and you agree, align yourself more with, with one candidate over the other. I, I think where Christians get into trouble, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but um, sure. we take this idea of, of covenant theology with Israel um, and God made a commitment, not with an individual, but with a, with a nation. Mm-hmm. Um, and we take that idea and we continue to apply it to our nation. Mm -hmm. Um, And that covenant doesn't exist anymore. That covenant was fulfilled through the death and resurrection of Jesus. Um, The new covenant is a covenant between God and the individual. Um, So everything changed. Um, And I think we still try to apply those old covenant theology to – uh, our nation, we're God's nation. We're, you know, the the United States was built on Christian values. Whether that's true or not, and you could read different historians are going to tell you different things. Um, it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Hmm. Like God doesn't look at at the United States as I'm going to bless them or curse them based on what they're doing. Right. No, that's that's right. not the covenant anymore. The covenant's individual, so it really has nothing to do with our nation at all. Our nation can do whatever the heck it wants to do and continue to live. And God's going to curse and bless as he sees fit um, and not based off even our actions, as Jesus told us, right? He's going to send rain on both the righteous and the unrighteous. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think we, we connect our political agendas, parties, preferences with our religion. uh, And I think they are two separately that you're, you're putting them an equal ground and they're not equal like here's my relationship with Jesus way yeah. way up here and yeah. here is my fact that I'm a citizen of the United States down here they're not they're not yeah. close to each other um
0: yeah and i think we and get
1: caught up in that
0: i totally and we did the whole episode a while back i should know the name of it but i don't of kind of like old covenant new covenant covenant um and broke a lot of new, that down everything yeah. is new that, that's right um but yeah, I think the the idea still holds water of like, you know, they're not turning their back on on you, person of God, they're turning your back their back on me. You know? I think that yeah. still holds water and like oh, even yeah. with what Jesus said of like, Oh yeah, whose names whose face is on that coin? Caesar's. Yeah. Okay, give to Caesar what is Caesar's, give to God what is God's, you know? Yeah. Like I think it well, still other- carries weight. Yeah,
1: yeah, and that's the other thing is I like um How do I put this? Um, I I, I think that's the other piece of this is um, you're expecting here, Trump and Biden, who are neither of them are, are, well, Trump's going to tell you he's a believer, but whether he is or not, that's between him and God, yeah. I guess. Um, but I would right. argue from his actions, I don't see fruit. Um, sure. So, sure. but but you're 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 trying to put your morals and your um, Christian standard and yeah. how we try to live this life as followers of Jesus uh, inside relationship with Jesus on two individuals that aren't um like they they yeah. can have whatever moral standard they choose to have um yeah. and now you're in this weird round of like well I can't vote for that individual he's an asshole well yeah. what does him being an asshole have anything to do with like you should be voting on policy in all reality not if he's an asshole or not yeah. um because The chances of being an asshole are pretty high mainly because christians are still assholes uh, and we (laughs) we have direct access to jesus so those that don't have direct access to jesus why would you expect them to be anything other than than something that you don't want to be like i I don't know i I think there's that piece of it too that you just and you're and i'll say this too we're making comments from two individuals that are hyper political like i would argue andrew and i love politics we know yeah, we the policies do. we're right in the middle of it we both uh, do. and yeah yeah and we know who we're voting for and why we're voting and all those types of things yeah. um and yeah. yet we can still take this stance of like does it really matter in the long run? it matters as me as a citizen it does
0: not matter me as a follower of jesus exactly and it's that order we we confuse and maybe bringing it back to kindness a little bit like i think anytime we start to get the order of things that matter in our lives yeah. confused yeah. then we start making the wrong choices like yeah because if if to me in this moment politics is more important than my relationship with jesus or yeah. is it more important than my marriage more important than me being a good dad more important than my job more you know go down the list if politics yeah. starts bumping up and becomes the second most important thing in my life the first most then i'm going to start making some really bad choices like and, and anytime, like, I don't know. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Uh, but anytime we would start to say this presidential race is more important than, than more people coming to know Jesus, this presiden- mm-hmm. presidential race is more important than whatever, you know, we're missing the boat so, so badly. It's not even funny. Like, we can pray for for our leaders, we can pray for people in politics, yeah. we can pray that God reveals himself even through evil actions, That that mm-hmm. God would be revealed mm-hmm. through the leaders of the nation, that whatever, like, he's in control. I'm not, yeah. and I got to be cool with that. But yeah, man, there was a lot of unkindness shown and a lot of stuff where it's like, well, that sucks that those are the, you know, those are two choices. One of them is gonna be president um in in a couple months here so it sucked uh, to see that but that doesn't define me as somebody living in this country it certainly yeah. doesn't define me in the way that I, I view myself through my relationship with god you know so yeah. um
1: yeah i don't I think know a lot of our identity comes from who we vote for as well as americans
0: yeah uh, it shouldn't i, I, I like think it's politicians their representation of us
1: yeah and it's just a horrible position to find yourself in like i don't want the people i vote for to be a representation of me not in the sense that they represent me and my identity as a human being i do want them to represent me in the sense that i'm an american and i've like i want them to represent the policies that i believe they stand for um but beyond that like yeah I align – I think we've talked about this before. I align more with the Republican platform than I do the Democratic mm-hmm. platform. I probably sure. lean more centrist, central than most Republicans do. But mm-hmm. uh, I can vote for Trump and not think to myself, oh, like, he's a great person. He's going to be a great leader.
0: No. <laughs> yeah, you don't have no. to deceive yourself into yeah. this, this 100% is a righteous a bully. man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's one hundred
1: percent a bully, but he's also yeah. pushing through the agenda that I want pushed through. Um, so how right. he's doing it does not need to necessarily be because my two options kind of both suck. Like, yeah. I'd rather I not say. vote for either of them if I yeah. had a better option. But uh, you right. know, I know Kanye's on the Colorado ballot, so that's a great win for us. But um, I don't think <laughs> he's going to win the to election. He was in I, the Pennsylvania. Just, Pennsylvania. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, just, it's no. just
1: i think i think well and let's get back to the kindness conversation too yeah. like yeah man when politics enters the picture kindness goes right out the window
0: oh dude 100 right, like, right out yeah. the window. it's it's back to that prison shank analogy of like i gotta prove that i'm not to be messed with you know that's like politics yep. all day is if you hit me i gotta hit you 10 times harder you know like it's and true. And when we think about kindness, like you started to mention this a little bit, but like, if I were looking to politicians, if that, if that's my defining thing in my life, of this is most important. I want to focus on politics right now because it's election season. Um, then, then I start to say, well, how do they display kindness? How do they display love? How do they display Trust how, you know, like you can start modeling your life after that. And it just is, is going to take you like, who wants to be a politician, man? It's so dirty. It's like slimy. You're always lying. You're saying one thing, doing another. But when you start saying, okay, what, what does it mean to be kind as a Christian? Like you, you kind of laid this out where sometimes you could just think it means being super agreeable or always really friendly or smiling all the time. But you look at Jesus's example of kindness and all throughout the New Testament, Jesus would like be noticing the people no one else wanted to notice. Like he would, yeah. he'd be literally walking up to people with leprosy who you're supposed to be like, I think the rule is like 100 feet from like they were supposed to stay far away from people. That's some social and he distancing would, right there. He would break social distancing big time, straight up walk up to them and heal them. And, like, he did that on many occasions. Um, he would notice the people who were the outcasts of society. So, to them, they'd be like, he's the kindest, most compassionate person I've ever interacted with. I would think they mm-hmm. would say that. Now, if you're a Pharisee, um, if you're one of the religious leaders of the day, that was like, maybe, I assume not all of them were bad, but there were quite a few that were bad. Um, yep. Jesus was not kind to them. Maybe maybe he was kind because he was honest with them and he was honest with them in front of people of like, you guys aren't leading people towards God. You're leading people towards you and you're doing it for yeah. money, power, fame. You're doing it for to be noticed, to be invited to parties. You're not yeah. doing your job right. You know, and he'd call them out. And, and if you ask them, is he kind? They'd probably be like, dude's the biggest jerk ever. We need to kill that guy. <laughs> We're trying to kill that guy tried a bunch of times and eventually it worked um but yeah man it's uh it's interesting because we think of kindness and you might just think of a big smile or somebody who's a pushover or super agreeable but i don't think that's what it means to be kind uh i don't think that's what what jesus modeled it it meant to be kind i guess
1: yeah i think eugene peterson puts it well in the message um he takes this love as Love is patient, love is kind, and he kind of expands upon it. Um, but for love is kind, he ex- he's, he defines it this way or says it this way, I should say. Love cares more for others than for self. Um, mm-hmm. And I think there's a piece of that that we like. We think kindness is, I'm just going to tell you, Andrew, everything you want to hear. That's me being kind. Mm-hmm. I don't tell yeah. you things that are true. I don't tell you things that may cause pain or discomfort. I only tell you things you want to hear. Um, well, that's yeah. not that's not putting you, you know, in your, you know, caring for you more than I care for myself because I'm just trying to avoid conflict. Um, but I can speak truth to you in such a way with great care and love um, that is going to come across in a way that I'm genuinely trying to be kind to you in this moment. Um, so like, here's a good example. And I think this example comes from, there's a book called the most excellent way to lead by Perry Noble. Um it was written like, I don't know, four or five years ago. Um, We'll link it in the show notes. But um, he kind of takes 1 Corinthians 13 and breaks it apart from a leadership perspective of this Mm. is how we lead well. And he shares a story, uh, and I'll just paraphrase the story to retell it, uh, about this principle of being kind. And um, Mm. one of the things is, you know, say Sally. We'll pick on Sally again. Poor Sally. (laughs) Sorry, Sally. We really, really tear into you. Mm -hmm. But we'll pick on Sally again. So Sally makes this um, gluten-free, sugar-free banana bread. Mm -hmm. Uh, Try it for the first time. She's never really uh, cooked it before, and she wants to test it out on you. Uh, so she brings it to you and she's like, man, I worked so hard on this. I think I figured it out. Um, it's so good. Uh, and she gives you a slice and you're like, it's gluten free. It's going to suck, but whatever. I'm going to be kind and show her, uh, and, and take a bite. So I take a yeah. bite and it's terrible, terrible. It's the worst yeah. thing that I've ever tasted. I think she like put dog poop in it. It's so bad, <laughs> but I put a nice face on and I chew it. And I swallow it, uh, and I say, "Oh man, that is that's that's so good. Uh, I'm so <laughs> right, glad right, right. that you made that. I think I think you're, you're right. I think you're onto something."
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and then time goes on, uh, and now she wants to make this for the entire family. We're talking the extended family, everybody. We're talking hundreds of people. He's, she's yeah. going to make this for, um, and she starts the word going around of "Hey, the family reunion's coming up, and I'm bringing my famous, uh, <laughs> you know, super healthy banana bread." Um, oh. And you know, Uncle Uncle Larry hears of all this, and Uncle Larry kind of the the matriarch or the. Whatever the man version Patri- of matriarch patriarch. Is. patriarch 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 uh, of the family, and he gets Sally up there and says, "Guys, Sally has brought her healthy banana bread. You can eat as much of it as you want." And makes this big deal out of it. Uh, and they start diving up slices. And they and, and you know Uncle goes, "Hey, hey, everyone, we're going to take the first bite all together, uh, so nobody eat." It's kind of like communion. Um, they actually that that they did communion together, and they replaced the wafer with the banana bread. Yes. And they all eat at the same time. And it's kind of starts in the back and people start throwing up at the back (sighs) because it tastes like dog poop still. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And it kind of works its way forward. And and here is Sally in front of hundreds of her family members completely humiliated because you chose not to be kind uh, and tell her the truth Um, that, Hey, Sally, I know you tried really hard on this. I know that that you put a lot of time into it and you're trying to figure this out, but this doesn't taste good. And here's why I don't think it tastes good. Yeah. Right. Like, there's Uh, true kindness. Uh, And this goes along with the verses. Like, there's a level of truth that we want to function inside of, but we don't function inside of truth without love surrounding it completely. Um, I think that's why the way that this verse structure is built is love in all these ways. Mm -hmm. We still take pleasure in truth. And then we continue to love in these ways. Um, And I think oftentimes we take the other approach of well, because of truth, I just have to tell you the truth and not care about you as a human being. I'm no longer caring more about you than I'm caring about myself because yeah. truth is the most important thing in the entire world, and Jesus is very clear. It's not
0: mm-hmm.
1: love mm-hmm. is more important than the rest of these. Yep, yep. That was a long that was a long story and rant, but I, I think he
0: <sighs> gets the point across. Poor Sally, man, she tried so hard on that banana bread, but you're right. Yeah, but let's be honest, just- Sally's never
1: made anything good.
0: Like. <laughs> It's not your fault, Sally. It just happens. Yeah, if you've ever had her chicken marsala, ugh. <laughs> it's bad. Um, yeah. No, man. I, uh, I think that's good. And just to, obviously, we're not like an all politics show, but that is a big issue right now in our country. And I think whether you're a Republican or a Democrat, an independent Green Party person or whatever you are, like – Right now, it's really, really, really easy to not to to just interject your beliefs, um, in a really passionate way to anybody who's talking about it. So, like, I yeah. think the the like the way to be kind, maybe, or a way to be kind that I'm that I'm at least trying um, to do in this season is like. I'm trying to just not interject my belief that often. Like I have strong beliefs and I I do care about politics. It it's fascinating to me because I think it's a way to kind of understand what people across our country are thinking and where our where our culture is. It's a it's a good lens to look through, but I get that that a lot of people if you disagree with them about one thing, then like then they feel like you just stabbed them. You know, they feel like that's yeah. a That's like violent against them. So one small thing I'm trying to do that I hope people perceive as as kind is trying to just be willing to, to listen and be totally open to whatever opinions I'm hearing and not necessarily interject right away with, well, let me tell you what I think about that. Or let me tell you why you're wrong or, you know. It'd be real easy to say, well, that's really dumb and uninformed, and this is why. Like, <laughs> all of those things could be true. Maybe you're listening to an opinion that's super uninformed from your perspective, or just is yeah. uninformed. But if we're here to represent Jesus, if we're here to live into the kingdom of God, then this this attribute of love that's demonstrated through kindness, like, this just isn't the season to say i'm just going to crush this person politically and make them feel bad personally like that doesn't win anybody for first of all it doesn't win a vote doesn't win uh, any influence but more importantly it definitely breaks relationship
1: just wins a vote for the other side
0: (laughs) yeah that's right yeah it solidifies it the other way but like Mm -hmm. you know back to that kind of patience discussion we had it's like you're you're breaking the chance at further relationship by saying like, Oh, let me tell you how dumb and wrong that is. Like now it's a lot easier, requires a bit more restraint, but a kind thing yeah. might often be in this scenario just to say, I just don't have to interject my opinion. If you ask me for it, I'm happy to give it in an honest way. If you ask me if the banana bread was good, I'm going to give you clear feedback of like, I don't need to crush Sally by saying, Hey, that yeah. tasted horrible. I can't believe you even cooked something so bad. no, But you can be like, hey, you know what? I actually think normal banana bread's a lot better, and wasn't quite (laughs) sweet enough. And here's some of the flavors I got. Like, just I wouldn't cook it again that exact same way, but maybe tweak it and try again. You know, like you could do that Um, because it's kind, it's honest. It's that's how you're being kind is by being truthful. So I don't know, man. It's just easy right now to to want to jump into every argument online or to. Jump down people's throats when you're in person mm-hmm. and somebody feels the opposite way, thinks yep. the opposite way about politics. But I don't think that's kind. I don't think it's what Jesus would do. You know, um, no, if you had a WWE bracelet, you could break it out right now.
1: Then <laughs> there's plenty of times that I'm on Facebook reading something and I'm like, Oh heck no. I'm yeah. about to post on this one. And uh-huh. then you got to stop yourself of like one, horrible medium to have these types of conversations in, uh, two, I'm not going to convince him in this moment as elegant as I think my words are. Uh, and three, he's an idiot and he's not going to understand anyways. Uh, just (laughs) kidding. Uh, like that's the reality of it. And I, I think too, there's a piece of kindness that we, um, we fear of getting trampled over if we're Mm. too kind to people. Um, Mm. we fear that we're going to be harmed in the midst of our kindness. Um, and the reality is those fears are probably true um but it doesn't mm. even stop doing it like i yeah. think of jesus uh at um the moment of his arrest so here's judas one of his his disciples have been traveling with him now for years yeah. um they've been doing everything together like he's he's one of the 12 he's, he's right there with jesus 24 uh, 7 for the most part um and here he comes with these religious leaders to have him arrested and eventually executed yeah. um and comes up uh the other uh, disciples around him one of them pulls out his sword goes to cut off judas's ear is successful at it um and jesus in that moment knowing that he just got betrayed by one of his closest people mm-hmm. uh could have been like yeah you freaking deserve that um, but instead of of that posture he showed kindness in that moment um mm-hmm. he he grabbed the the gentleman's ear, which means he had to physically touch him uh, and put his ear back on to heal him. Uh, So essentially it's, here's my enemy of enemies in this moment. Um, And in this moment, I'm going to show great care and I'm going to show great kindness and I'm going to do what's right. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's, I think it's easy for us to look at verses like that. And there's plenty of them of, you know, as you were saying with the healing leopards and healing the blind, there's plenty of things that, yeah. that Jesus did to show kindness. And they're all throughout scripture. But um, like, I think it's easy for us to look at that and say, well, that's Jesus. Like, yeah. sure. Jesus can do that. And you're like, yeah, I, I get it. It's Jesus. But he's also the example that like, that's yeah. why he came to earth. Right. He was right. setting a very clear example to us. He could have mm-hmm. came down for a day. Did what yeah. he needed to do and then died on the cross and took care of it. But he didn't. Right. He came right. down to right. establish his disciples, mm-hmm. to establish his church, to show us this this new kingdom and how it's lived um, so we can have the full life that, that he promised us. Yeah. Um, and I think we often miss that and go, well, it's not Jesus, so I'm not going to do that. Or you go yeah. and say, no, well, Jesus got angry. You're like sure he he did, and we have an example of that, and we'll get to those verses uh, a little bit later when we talk about love is slow to anger, Um, but anger like. I think you're trying to find justification oftentimes for you not to be kind um, right. rather than choosing to put others before ourselves. And I think when you start to live in that area, we start to live in sin. When I start mm-hmm. to justify we justify our, our sin all the time and there's just another example of that. but it, to yeah. justify this sin, um, we're not living a deep relationship with Jesus. we're not living a deep relationship with each other uh, right. and that's causing that's causing strife and disconnection and, and essentially yeah. sin uh, right. in our lives. So I think you got to be careful on how we show kindness um, and not, and it's not a facade of kindness. We talked about this yeah. with patients too, right? Yeah. Like this love cannot be faked. Like, yeah. Like it, it's just not a part of, of how this works. Like I can right. fake kindness to you, but but like let's be honest, people are smart. They know it's being faked. They know right. I'm not genuinely caring about them as a human being. I'm not seeing them as a human being. Going back to the political thing, like no one right. sees each other as a human being when politics are discussed. Like we're just we're talking about issues and we're going for it. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to win this argument. Yeah, and I miss the the person that's standing in front of me. Um, so I, I think there's a big piece of. Of kindness that that we miss when we choose not to see the people in front of us as yeah. human beings that I should deeply care for, as Jesus yeah. saw human beings who's deeply cared for. Kind of goes back to the patience thing of I can't show patience if I don't see you as a human being right. um, that Jesus deeply loves. Like uh, right. if you're just a task, you're going to help me accomplish something. I'm missing out on so much relationship in life um, yeah. because because I'm too focused on on what's in front of me rather than you as a human being
0: yeah and like going back to that i think that example you used isn't it like didn't john grab a sword and cut one of the soldier's ears off was that right in that like in the arrest story mm-hmm. wasn't it it? so like yeah. if you think about it in the perspective of the soldier he was going out in his mind to arrest a criminal you know and it's yeah, basically true. like that's what part of what soldiers did like he so in that guy's mind it was just like fight on you know we're gonna get this is gonna get bloody and uh and that was probably normal business you know um but that's probably true but when you're looking at that through jesus's eyes he knew that dude's story fully and was like no no Hmm. this is another chance for me to like blow somebody's mind with with kindness like real kindness of like whoa Everybody settle down. I'm literally going to heal this dude's ear. I'm going to put it back on. Yeah. And that guy, when he sees me die in a few days, like, think of what his story might have been, you know, of like, yeah, that guy's the real deal. We just killed the savior man. We killed somebody who's not yeah. a normal dude. Well, not only you know? him,
1: too. It's yeah. They're going to come with a group of guards. It's not going to be one guy just yeah. waddling on by himself. Like like you said, he no. thought he was coming, coming yeah. with the... Um, you know to arrest a criminal so that's yeah. the posture that they're taking yeah. um so it's not just the example to that one soldier; soldier's example to everyone around him. and even judas right like judas eventually yeah. hangs himself because she really he realizes yep. what he came to do uh or what his gotcha. actions caused and right um, and you know peter too like peter cutting off yeah. the new deer like yeah. there's that piece of it too of like you just watched your anger took over and you tried to defend what you thought was the right thing to do. Right. Um, and right. Jesus essentially redefined the kingdom again uh, right. and showed you, here's the real posture we're supposed to take. Yeah. Like, don't It, yeah. it kind of goes back to our earlier conversation too of, of, you know, who's in office and priorities and all those kinds of things. Like here's a moment for Peter that he's learning of, Oh, like, yeah, this is, seems terrible. This seems like the most important thing in front of me right now. Right. But Jesus is trying to say in the grand scheme of things, this is just one step to a greater glory. Yeah. Um, Like, chill your horses. It's okay. I'm still in control.
0: Yeah. The Um, attributes of the kingdom of heaven are more important than the circumstances of this moment you just experienced. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's actually more important to consistently and authentically demonstrate kindness, demonstrate patience, demonstrate all the other characteristics we're going to talk about to show love and to do it like you said you can't just fake it like um and and i don't say this all from a perspective of being always kind it's not true i'm not always kind (laughs) like and i i put my foot in my mouth a lot and uh and regret it you know um in moments when i'm unkind but um the, the ability to show authentic kindness from a place of, like, I know God, I know Jesus, they're kind to me, you know? Like, yeah. Jesus sets an example of how I'm to live, and and through God's power, through his grace in my life, I'm able to live these things out and, and look radically different. Um, one example, there was – I remember reading about this it was probably six months ago when I read about this, but I think it was a story from a while before that. But um, there was a uh, shooting um, in um, an Amish community in Pennsylvania. And somebody went in and shot, um, I think like three or four children died. It was like a radical shooter Mm -hmm. went in and shot three or four kids in, I believe a school. Um, And the, the Amish uh, community that was in, they, Mm. they stood up, that day um united and said yeah we forgive him we don't want charges pressed against him we want him to know mm-hmm. jesus we forgive him you know and like wow. meant it and it was just like not obviously not to be manipulative obviously they're mourning yeah. what just happened like they they just yeah. lost kids they got killed you know when they shouldn't and it's like Everybody, our natural instinct is like, yeah, kill that guy. (laughs) He deserves to die so the public can see in a bad way. And it's like, no, when like that forgiveness, actual forgiveness is like, well, um, I've been forgiven deeply of my sin. I've been forgiven deeply of the things that that I uh, did against God. So I have to be able to show that to other people. And it's brutal. And I wouldn't want anybody I know to have to be in that scenario of choosing. Do we go out and say? Give him what he deserves or, or forgive him, you know? But like, yeah. but I think that's the the depth of authenticity you can have of like, no, I I truly believe that I need to be kind. So I'm going to physically heal this person's ear in God's power, you know, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. but for most of us, I think the, the normal reaction would be like, oh, good. He lost one ear. Knock off the other one. Maybe the head like that's that's good, you know, but uh, but that's not that's not what Jesus did in the moment. So. I don't know, man. It's possible is all I'm trying to say. The kingdom of God is here and it's possible to live in it. Um,
1: It's not easy. Well, and I think that's where we find that full life is when we choose to live in it and lean into it. And, you know, Jesus was very clear when someone strikes you on one side, turn to them the other cheek. And that seems stupid. That seems irresponsible. That seems um, uh, destructive. um, It seems like it could be extremely threatening to our well-being. Um, but that, that's the posture that we're, we're to take. So then when I'm taking that posture, what I'm telling myself is who's in control. Like, is mm-hmm. God in control still, even though bad things are happening to me? Um, or is this individual that are causing bad things, the person in control? No, God's still in control. He can redeem anything. Um, yeah. I, shouldn't, I shouldn't live in worry. I shouldn't live in fear. Um, and I think there's a piece of that too. But I, I think to s- sum up our entire conversation, since we've yeah. kind of been a little bit all over the place. Yeah. Um, like as you're functioning and going through life, the question you should be asking yourself is, am I putting the care for this individual above Mm -hmm. myself in this moment? Yeah. Um, So when you're questioning, is this care, is this kindness? Well, kindness is putting the care of that individual and care looks in a variety of different ways. It's what's best for that individual. Um, And not being an asshole uh, is is a big piece of that. Uh, Even if you are right, like that's not kindness. Like mm-hmm. truth does not beat out love; like love beats right. out truth. Um, I think I think the gospel writers and Jesus Himself are very clear. It's grace and truth. It wasn't truth then grace. I think yeah. there's an order to it. Um, that if we can't show tr- if we can't, can't show grace, we're not we're not going to be able to show truth. well either, yeah. And I think yeah. that's where we live is 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 trying to do relationship better better and trying to show um, love uh, through our kindness.
0: Yeah. I couldn't agree more. I think that's a great like barometer to go from. Of am I putting other people's needs in front of mine? You know, am I am I mm. choosing to be kind when I could be not kind? You know, because yep. it's a choice. It's always a choice, and yep. and you don't need to be a doormat. You don't need to just have a great smile on all the time or a fake smile all yep. on all the time, but. You yep. know, back to some of the examples we gave, like you, yep. you can be legitimately kind in a very, very clear way, in a very authentic yep. way. And it, you know, and it's obviously not for just the point of looking good. It's for the point of making Jesus look good. It's for the point of, yep. of pointing people back towards God, of saying like, yep. well, how the heck are you living like that? It's like, well, cause I, that's how Jesus lived and I know, I know yep. God through his example, you know? Um, yeah.
1: And I think too, yeah. like, one of the interpretations of, of Paul's writing about um, looking looking to the next life, like live this life yeah. for the next life and yeah, yeah. kind of how he explains those things. I think there's a principle inside of that of just pulling yourself out of the situation that's right in front of you. That seems to be the most important situation um, to do what's right in, in terms of yeah. like truth needs to be spoken or however you want to, pr- uh, you know, whatever you want to throw in there. And I think there's yeah. a real key of pulling yourself out of that situation to be mm-hmm. able to see the big picture. Like going yeah. back to to Peter cutting off the guy's ear. Like it's pulling back and seeing mm-hmm. the big picture. The big picture is there's a yeah. kingdom being established here. There's yeah. relationships that are going to be established here. You're about to introduce something that's going to bring hope and mm-hmm. a future to so many different people um, through the gospel through and there's a bigger picture here. So this yeah. is how we live it so we can live out the bigger picture. I know my arrest, my death is right in front of us. I know that feels like the most important thing, right. but that's not the big picture. Can you right. need to pull yourself out, focus on the next life, and focus on right. the big picture? And I think we can do that in our daily lives as well in terms of yeah. even the little things of like, I'm going to show kindness in this moment. Is yeah. kindness in this moment, like how do I show it? Um, truth is important, but relationship is is more important than truth. Um, that's right. So how do we live inside a relationship so I can speak truth um, yeah. because I have influence and authority to do so um, yeah. in a kind and caring way. I think yeah. we get those mixed up all the time that as long as I'm speaking truth then everything's good and truth right. outside of kindness is, is just destructive. Yeah. doesn't help yeah. anybody.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So last episode, uh, and I'll, I'll let you go in just a minute here, man, but. Um, last episode, we talked about kind of patience, you know, ask God for a chance to to demonstrate it and yeah. and also ask him when you're impatient. Lord, would you reveal why I was impatient in that with yeah. kindness? I don't have that clear of a challenge, but I know that you're probably if you're listening, you're probably going to hear something or see something about politics that you deeply disagree with, no matter which side yeah. you're on. And uh, maybe a small challenge is just. Value the individual more than the thing that they just said. Um, Choose to be kind. Choose to reach out to care for them, whether whether you agree with them about Trump or about whoever else. Doesn't matter. Choose to reach out out of love and be kind to them, because I think we need it, man. I think this has been a hard year for most people. In our country, and a lot of people around the world. So, we mm-hmm. could use a little more kindness right now, and we could definitely use some more love that comes from an authentic yeah. place. So, that's
1: yeah. what I got. No, that's good. That's good.
0: Thanks for listening to our show. It means a lot to us, and we hope that by listening, you grow closer in your relationship with Jesus and with others. And please
1: help us out with rating our podcast or leaving us a review on the platform you're listening to if it lets you do that. Also, follow us on Instagram, and please share us with your friends. This helps us share this message of hope that is found in Jesus and His gospel, a message that has the potential to change the lives of the people around you
0: and we want to hear from you, you can email us at hello at com, message us on Instagram, or just catch up uh, with us online on our, our website where you can view our show notes and all the links to the things we talk about at JesusLifepodcast.com. Thanks for listening to our show.